0: Welcome back to the Catalyst of Development podcast where our purpose is to help you find yours. This is episode 23, right? We're going to call it Recap and Refocus, a look back over the first 2 months of 2021. Here's the deal. I was actually going to do this at the halfway point of the year, at like the 6-month mark, maybe sometime in, I don't know, July. Then I was like, nah, you know what, that, that's too long. So let's do it at the quarter mark. So I was going to do it around like the end of March. Even then I got to thinking, dude, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with some of these goals. So let's go ahead and let's knock this out every two months, right? So basically every 60 days, I want to sit down and recap what has happened and refocus if we need to. So that's what I'm hoping you do with me today. I'm hoping you look at your goals that you established at the beginning of the year and then recap what's been working, what hasn't been working. If it's anything like me, you got some successes and <laughs> not so much. Our goals are an ongoing process, so why wouldn't we be reviewing them on a reoccurring basis? I actually think that at a smaller scale, you should probably be doing this at a weekly or at least monthly basis. That way, if you're getting too far off track, you can pivot and get back in the direction that you need to go. Consistently reviewing our goals is imperative if we want to reach them, if we want to succeed. It's not enough just to have goals. A lot of us just have goals and don't do anything about them. We got to ensure that we are progressing towards these goals. So as You move along the path in reaching your goals, taking time to go back and and recap like I'm going to do today, uh, review, recalculate, and refocus will help you prevent from losing sight on what's really important, on why you set these goals to begin with. It will also help lead to sustainable growth because you'll be able to look down at however you track your goals and, and see those little milestones that you've been hitting, right? That's imperative to keep your motivation. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to discuss a a recap of the first 60 days of 2021. We'll start with why reviewing your goals is so important. Then I'm going to identify the categories that I like to put my goals into. You don't have to use this, but it serves for me the foundation on what buckets or priorities I want my goals to be established in. Uh, then I'm going to share really how my goals have been doing. I'm going to be completely transparent about the last 60 days and some of my wins, and unfortunately, some of my losses. Um, but as always, we're going to finish up with some actionable steps and some pro tips that you can take starting today to help you get back on track to achieving some of your goals. So let's not wait any longer. You go on and go ahead and punch in that code so we can take a closer look at the past 60 days. Recap and refocus. Motivational speaker Jim Rohn once said that goals, there's no telling what you can do when you get inspired by them. There's no telling what you can do when you believe in them. And there's no telling what will happen when you act upon them. So let's jump right in. Why reviewing goals is so important. How many of you have ever set a goal, right? You thought about it. And you may even wrote it down and <laughs> you never thought about it again, right? Of course you have. We all have. I am guilty of this. At least once in your life, you have done this. And then, you know, we'll, we'll get to the end of 2021. And you'll look back and be like, damn, man, whatever happened to that goal? Whatever happened to that milestone that I established? I forgot all about that, right? When we don't track something on a reoccurring basis, you know, write it down, review it, reflect on it. Let's be real. It's easy to forget. Once you start tracking and reviewing your goals, You're able to see the small day-by-day progress or those little daily wins that you might not otherwise notice. Again, this helps you keep your motivation. This helps keep your inspiration to keep pushing forward when times get tough. And let's be honest, times are going to get tough. This also forces you to be brutally honest with yourself on what's not working. Maybe where you've been slacking. Maybe where you've been procrastinating maybe where you've been failing, right? That's what we're gonna talk about a little bit today when I start talking about my goals and some of the areas that I've really been failing in for one reason or excuse or another, right? This gives us a time to course correct or pivot if we need to before we get too far down the road. So here's a quick look on how I categorize my goals. Now, I usually group my goals into six kind of fundamental categories. And they are physical, financial, relational, vocational, mental, and spiritual. Now, you don't have to use these, right? But I think it, it provides you a good foundation on which to start or at least go back and look at your goals and put them into these buckets. All right, so physical. Obviously, this is health and wellness. You know, maybe your diet, maybe how many times you work out, maybe it's yoga, anything that revolves around your physical well-being, I place into this category. Financial, right? This is your savings and investments and paying down debt. Financial, pretty simple. Relational, these are your relationships. Any goals that you have that kind of correlate to those interpersonal relationships that you want to help grow or foster or improve. Vocational, now this is your job. So I've actually broken this one down into two kind of subcategories. I got my personal and my professional. So I have a profession in the military, but I also have goals and dreams and desires that don't fit under the military umbrella, right? But it's still my vocation, it's still my job. Code being one of them, right? Catalyst of Development Enterprises being one of my personal jobs that I've established some goals for. And then, of course, you have your professional. These can be your your certifications, you know, uh, promotions and things like that. Mental. This is where you can categorize things as far as self-care, mental well-being, gratitude, things that help your overall mental well-being. And then lastly, we got spiritual, right? This is just your spiritual well-being, whether or not it be meditation, whether or not it be praying, Wherever you fall into this category, uh, this is where you can kind of lob some goals into this bucket, right? So that way you can maintain focus on them. So again, the six categories that I utilize are physical, financial, relational, vocational, which is broken down into two subcategories. Then we have mental and spiritual. So here's where the rubber meets the road. Let's take a look back over the first 60 days of 2021 and how well I did right we'll go uh, a few levels deeper on this and I'll explain what has worked and what hasn't worked I'm gonna break these down into the good <laughs> the bad and unfortunately the ugly right we're gonna start with good right because I always like starting on a positive note plus I don't want to beat myself this <laughs> beat myself up this early in the uh, in the podcast right so these are good right these are goals that may not be perfect. But I'm really happy with the progress on them. So first off, financial, right? We have been very good with paying ourselves first, savings, investments, uh, paying down debt. I really only think the only debt we have left is the house and my wife's car. Everything else is paid off, right? So we have we have done really good on, hitting some of our financial goals. Like I have my habit tracker here, so I'm going to look over to this from time to time. Um, some of the things that we got written down on here is, you know, we want to save $15,000 on top of investments, right? So we put money away once a week. We've been hitting that target, right? We, we, we've been hitting that mark on top of our investments and our, our savings plans and our 401ks. Um, so yeah, so financially, very, very, very good. I'm happy with the projects or I'm sorry. I'm happy with the progress. Uh, However, we both have, my wife and I, have a desire to get into real estate. So this is one of the things in our financial bucket that we want to accomplish throughout the year. So I need to make sure that I don't lose sight of that as as we continue through the year. So we're good now, but we still have some, some areas to improve. All right. Next up under the good, relational right? The relationships, the things that I wanted to make sure that I got done this year, right? Some of those include, you know, date nights with my wife, you know, random acts of kindness for my wife, quality time with my kids, both as a a family and as an individual. And I know you're thinking like, really, you got a plan to have quality time with your kids? Yeah. Now, I don't mean that it has to be on the schedule for me to do it, but like we got four kids, We both work full-time jobs. We're both in college finishing up our our master's degree. Uh, We both have personal goals and aspirations that we get, get after, you know, so life gets really hectic. And what I've noticed is when life gets hectic, what do people typically put on the back burner? Family. I wanna make sure that that does not happen. So I plan deliberate time, both individually with the children, and together as a family. That way, nothing interferes. I will not let anything interfere with the carved out time that I have for my family. It's non-negotiable, right? Um, I also have things set up to where I reconnect with somebody once a week, somebody I haven't talked to in maybe a couple weeks or a few months or maybe even a few years, Right. I've been doing very well on that. And I've also been doing well on making new connections at least once a week. I do this usually through social media, whether or not it's uh, Facebook, Instagram, but most of the time it's LinkedIn. Right. I make new connections and relationships and networking at least once a week where I can add somebody to my my pool of mentors, uh, my, my, my network, things that will help me grow. So relational, like my relationship bucket, is doing really, really, really well. So I'm happy about that one. Spiritual, right? I am a faith-based man. I'm not here to judge. If you are or you aren't, that's cool. This this is just me. Uh, But I am a uh, faith-based man. And one of the things that I want to make sure that I establish a habit of doing, because I am a faith-based man, is, you know, I want to pray. I want to pray every morning and every night. You know, I got my Bible app. My Bible app is, I love this thing. I love hitting streaks on it where I'm reading Bible verses, right? I I read uh, these uh, Bible plan. There we go. They got these like little mini Bible plans. Some are like five days, seven days, you know, um, some of them are 21 days, but I read at least once of those a month. So my spiritual bucket, uh, I am doing very well in. So I'm, I'm happy about that. And then lastly, under the good, we'll go vocational, right? here's the catch with this vocational one. Part of it is good. Remember, I broke that down into two subcategories, right? I have my personal and my professional. My personal under vocational is good. You know, um, we'll look at the professional (laughs) when we get to the bad, but I'm sticking with my social media strategy, right? I haven't missed a podcast, uh, an instigator, I've been sticking with my social media strategy as far as posting. You know, I do my my Monday mindsets, my instant inspirations on Tuesday and Thursday. I do my Wednesday whiteboard wisdom. I do my Friday feedback. I've been doing very well at sticking to that schedule. So I've also been doing well in school, right? We start class again tomorrow, so... Life will get a little bit more hectic, but we're, we're back on the school train and then reading, right? I, I am an avid, avid reader. So I wanted to establish kind of a goal of not how many books I want to read, but how much time I want to read because that I can control. Some books are going to take me a long time to read. So if I establish a goal of reading uh, a book a month, well, what if the book takes longer than a month? Right, I, I can't control how long it takes me to read a book because I'm I'm a note taker. I like to ingest information at a pace at which is best suited for me. So I established the habit of reading 30 minutes a night or 30 minutes a day whenever I can get to it, right? That has been going very well. So those are the good, right? We got financial, relational, spiritual, and vocational as far as the personal side of it. So now let's get to the bad, right? This category I'd I'd put is it's hit or miss, right? I definitely need to look at improving or adjusting on some of these goals that I established, right? We'll start with vocational. Now let's get to the professional side of this, right? I was doing well on the personal side, but professional, I'm not doing too hot on. I'm gonna be honest with you. Certifications. I don't wanna take too much onto my plate. So I'm kind of waiting for school to be done. Now, for me, that is a very good reason, but here's the problem. I haven't even picked what certifications I want to go after. That takes no time at all, and I still have not got around to doing that. So one of the things I'm going to deliberately do is set aside time to review some certifications and at least pick the one or two that I want to go after, because what I don't want to do is wait until I'm done school and then all of a sudden be like, oh, man, I I have no idea what I want to go after. No, I'm not doing that, right? Also under the professional side, one of the things that I've been severely lacking on is prepping for my possible transition out of the military. So I am over the retirement age, right? Or over the retirement amount of years. So that light at the end of the tunnel is getting extremely close. And I have done zero preparation for this right? I haven't gotten my medical stuff in order. You know, I have lingering issues that my wife gets on me all the time about going to get seen and documented. Um, I still haven't gone to taps. I still haven't done a lot of things that I need to do. I've just been putting them off. I've been putting them off and I really can't give you a reason as to why. So I know I need to improve in that. Another bad. We're going to throw mental into this one, right? Um, When we talk about self-care and mental well-being and gratitude, I don't know what it is um, about, like, some of the goals that, that I set on on this one. I just, I can't seem to wrap my mind around life right now. Like, I'm just, I don't know, I just, it just seems off. Something seems off. And there was a lot of stress over the past few months for a potential move. Uh, I, I went ahead and volunteered for a couple of positions that I thought would fit my talents and my skills. So we could have been uprooting the family. Um, that was kind of stressful. Um, it also got to be kind of stressful when it looks like I wasn't picked for any of these opportunities. So I don't know what the next phase in my military career is going to look like. So mentally, although I think I'm doing okay, it, it's just, again, it, there, there just seems like there's something off. I can't wrap my mind around it. So I have to continue to to work on this. I got to continue to develop this. Um, And maybe a lot of it is pulling back a little bit with how much I invest in others and really focusing on my my own mental well-being uh, before I get to a point where, you know, I, I end up having a breakdown or, you know, I burn the candle at both ends for so long that it ends up doing more harm than good. So... Those are two things that I I think are in the bad category, right? Two things that I need to work on improving and or adjusting, right? Now, let's get to the ugly. Here's the ugly, right? Ugly is non-existent, right? You know, there's certain things that I need to start and or stop doing. Now, if you notice, out of all my categories, there was one I have not mentioned yet. Physical, right? Health and wellness. There has literally been zero motivation to get after anything. You know, I have down workout five times a week. Yeah, that's not happening. Diet, you know, focus on my diet. That's not happening. Run at least two times per week. That is not happening. This is tough to swallow because I'm honestly a very uh, physically focused individual, but I'm just not there. Like, I am slacking upon slacking upon slacking, and there is no good excuse, right? Yes, I had a broken hand. I had surgery on my hand, but that happened before Christmas. We're in March now. I'm recapping the first 60 days. I've been going through physical therapy, but the the motivation, the drive just isn't there. And this is a kind of awakening that I have to improve in this area. I have to. So those are some of the things that that I'm struggling with. Uh, Some of the things like that, that was pretty much my 60-day recap. I hope you do the same with your goals. Uh, And if you do find things that you need to improve on or things you need to start doing or stop doing or things that you need to readjust and refocus, well, that's when we get into the actionable steps, right? These steps will help you get back on track. I, I just threw down a few of them, right? But I think if you focus on some of these, and dedicate your time to these, it'll help you get back on track with some of the things you may be struggling with, right? So number one, we gotta stop thinking, right? We have to stop thinking and we just have to act, right? If we don't have motivation, okay, just get up and do, right? The key is in the doing, just get started. Just as easily as we may have hopped off the wagon on some of these things, we can hop right back on. So stop thinking and start doing, right? Number two, be specific, Stop with this general goal setting mindset. Be specific about what you want. An example is, you know, I'm going to set a goal. I want to be rich. Well, what the hell does rich mean, right? Rich can mean so many things to so many different people. What does it mean? A better example would be, I want to save $10,000 this year. Cool. That is specific. And what that allows you to do is to go back and kind of recalibrate and reverse engineer on how you're going to get to that $10,000. So be specific. Number three, eliminate distractions. And this also includes people and or things that could potentially be holding you back. Like Sometimes we aren't the only negative influences in our lives. Sometimes we have others in our lives that are negative influences for us. It may be time that you, maybe you don't have to cut those people off, but start loving them or appreciating them from a distance, right? If they're holding you back. Now, if it's you holding yourself back, well, you just got to look at yourself long and hard in the mirror and say, look, it's time to adjust, right? It's time to improve on this but we've got to eliminate these distractions. Social media, huge distraction. You know, playing games, watching Netflix, these are all huge distractions that are taking you away from progressing towards your goals. So we have to look at eliminating some of these things. All right, next up we got focus on what you can control. So many things in this world are outside of our control, but we focus on them like we have some kind of control over them. We don't. Focus on what you can control. Another example, let's go back to, let's say, weight loss. I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, you can't really control that. Not necessarily, right? You got water weight and you got stress weight and you got bloat and you got all these other things. It's hard for you to control the exact poundage that you, that you, you can lose, right? What you can control, however, is what you eat, what you put in your mouth. What you can control is how many times you go to the gym. Those are things that you can control. You can control what you do to be healthier. So again, focus on what you can control. All right, next up we got keep reviewing your progress and or your struggles. That is what we are doing right now. We are reviewing progress. We are reviewing struggles, right? You need to review these so you can see what you need to keep doing. And then you can also see what you maybe need to stop doing or maybe what you need to vector on, right? This helps you identify obstacles and challenges. What made you fall off the wagon? What major, you know, struggle did you face? What caused you to give up, per se? You know, if it happened once, the chances are it's going to happen again. So we need to better plan for it. We need to prepare for it. We need to set our mindset on, hey, this is exactly what I'm going to do should I face this again, All right? And lastly, and most importantly, what I'm hoping anyone listening to this gets out of this is get you an accountability partner. Get you somebody that can help hold you accountable, All right? This one is huge for me. I'm putting myself out there. I'm being completely transparent in hopes that somebody out there is listening and saying, you know what? Man, his, his mental game's off. Let me check in on him once a month. Man, his his physical gain's off. You know, let me, let me, you know, shoot him a, a message once or twice a week saying, hey, how those workouts going? Hey, how those diets going? I'm hoping the folks out there in virtual land hold me accountable. In turn, I hope you have the courage to reach out to me or to at least identify some of your shortcomings, right? So I can help hold you accountable or you can find somebody else that can help hold you accountable. That is huge. All right, on to everybody's favorite, pro tips. Pro tip number one, the five why approach, right? I want you to dig a little deeper in the areas that you're struggling and find out the real reason, the real why as to why you set this goal in in the first place, right? And I'll give you an example. For me, one of my goals was to be healthier. Well, why do I wanna be healthier? Ma, I want to live longer. Okay, why is living longer important to you? Well, my father passed away um, earlier than I would have liked from heart failure. Okay, why did that mean so much to you? Well, he he missed out on opportunities with me, right? Uh, He passed away before I had reached certain levels of success in my life. Uh, He hasn't met my wife. He hasn't seen my grandkids grow up to be uh, the successful young men and women that they are right so that that's why all right so why is that important well why is because i want to be here for my kids well why is it important for me to be here with my kids well like to be honest i don't want another man walking my daughters down the aisle at their wedding who okay that's my why right it took me five why's to get to that but it's a hell of a lot more impactful when I say, I don't want another man walking my daughters down the aisle because I wasn't healthy enough to, to live long enough to be, to see that than to just say, I want to be healthier. So pro tip, use your five whys. Dig to the core of why you establish some of these goals. That why will help keep you motivated. All right. Pro tip number two, ask for help. Right? This goes back to our accountability partners, but it takes it one step further. This isn't just asking, hey, hold me accountable. No, this is asking for help. And this means that you need to be vulnerable. You need to be able to explain to someone else that you're struggling, why you're struggling, and how you'd really appreciate their help, how you'd really appreciate their keeping you accountable right? But you have to ask for help. Asking for help takes a ton of courage. It is a huge milestone and it ratchets up that accountability partner tenfold. So that's your pro tip. Ask for help. And lastly, pro tip number three, be compassionate with yourself. Like we are so quick to beat the shit out of ourselves. It blows my mind. Sure, you've fallen off your goals, right? You may have been derailed, but so what? So what? what? What does beating yourself up really do for you? Like, all it does is make things worse. If a friend came to you and said that, that they fell off in their pursuit of reaching their goals, would you beat them up? You know, would you, would you laugh at them? Would you ridicule them? Would you put them down? No, of course you wouldn't. So why the hell are you doing it to yourself? You deserve the same compassion and understanding. You deserve the same support and encouragement that you give to your friends, right? If your friends talk to you the way you talk to yourself, you wouldn't be friends with them anymore, right? Start giving that support and encouragement that you give your friends. Start giving that to your damn self, right? So pro tip number three, be compassionate and understanding with yourself. All right, look, bottom line, you don't have to be extremely gifted or talented to be great at something in life, All right? You don't have to be extremely gifted or talented to achieve some of your goals. What you need is something that most of the world struggles with, including me. You need to be consistent, right? And reviewing our goals like we are doing right now, keeping track of the progress, the successes and or the struggles, right? This helps you become consistent. So recap your last 60 days. See what you need to do. See what you need to stop doing. Right? Uh, Celebrate your wins and improve on your shortcomings. That's what we got to do. Right? As always, thank you so much for spending time with me today and allowing me to invest just a little bit in your development. If you found value in today's topic or you know somebody that needs to hear this message, I mean truly needs to hear this message, please like, comment, subscribe, share, or as I like to say, all of the above. Until next time, keep searching for the codes to unlocking your fullest potential. Be a catalyst, not just for you, but for all those around you. Take care.